T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now welcome back into beers on us with mike lynch and patrick harris thank you guys so much for listening oh look at the head on that one yeah, right so we She's are alive oh yeah and the other one smells delightful so last week we did our first edition of opening the box and we are just going to continue on because, well, I was excited to do it last week, and it was fun. And got SLs to do. And uh, true. And there's other oh, beers. Man. And we have uh, still one other that we can do probably next week if we just want to wrap up the series next week. Um, we're continuing with Open in the Box. Today, we have the Good Life Brett Lager, the Open Fermentation Brett Lager. And we brought in the 50-50 Eclipse Elijah Craig Barrel Imperial Stout, which was told to us last week as mm-hmm. the star of the box. Star of the box. It turns out that Patrick had that one. I know. How did I get that one? How did one? you wind up? Well, it's because we didn't know what the words were. Right, we were right. like, ah, I mean, sure, take this color. Yeah, you know me in purple. I love you purple. You love purple. Because <laughs> um, I went I went home after we did the episode, and I was like, I don't have the Elijah Craig. And Patrick's like, oh, I'll see if I have it. I was like, is it possible we didn't get an Elijah Craig? Because that'd be disappointing. No, no, we got it. <clears throat> no, we got it. And, uh, I wonder if I looked at it and I was like, I wonder if EC is Elijah Craig. <laughs> I'll just take that with me. He might have. I wouldn't have known any any, any different. <laughs> because uh, of all the barrel-aged bourbon, barrel-aged beer I drink. I know. I got a closet full of it, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> I know what you could do with it. Um, there's a charity case over here that could use some <laughs> barrel-aged beer. The, uh, so we're going to do that this episode. What? We're going to drink the Elijah Craig, and we're going to drink the Open Fermentation Good Life Brett Lager, which has got the best-looking German-style head that I've seen in a long time. That's why I picked the Stiegel glasses. Good. Because I knew, I, knew I, it was going to bubble it would ha- over. Yeah, I assumed it would have some, some nice... Uh frothy head characteristic and it just keeps growing it does so we uh we'll get to that here in a minute but uh you can find the podcast most places apple podcasts radio.com google play stitcher omni and uh, other assorted places tending to the fan.com wherever you find us subscribe rate review it helps us out it lets us know that you care that you listen that you like us if you haven't done it yet do it now like right now you can whatever you're using it on you could you can still play it while you minimize it and then just go rate it. Please do it. Please. Um, you can find us on social media, Instagram.com slash beers on us. Patrick is on Instagram at P Diddy085. I am on Twitter at Mike Lynch27. Uh, if you want to interact with us, you can interact with us at all three of those spots. We both check the Beers and Us page, and we obviously both check our personal pages, so feel free to reach out. I did have somebody tweet me this week saying, uh, do you guys have any plans for a homebrew episode? And I was like, well, we did sort of do one a little Ooh. bit by talking to a Brewery 26, yeah. but uh, we've always talked about that, but neither of us really have a ton of connections in the homebrewing world, but that'd be super fascinating. Sure, why not? So at some point, yes, we will do that. Um I know we've made a lot of promises over the course of this podcast that have not fully come to fruition, but I blame the vid. Um you could blame the vid, but we did a lot of that before the vid as well. I knew it was coming. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Ultimate hipster. Yeah. <laughs> I knew it was coming, yeah. so I just And you knew the tests were broken, so yeah. you, you were fine. Yeah. Um so we'll we'll get to that at some point in the future. It is it is another thing that we've always had. Like we have a list of things that were topic choices for us, and it was on there. We just didn't know a lot of people who were in the homebrewing world, so we just didn't really tackle it yet. We also never finished our distribution series, but you know, 
we blame the vid, right? Right. <laughs> um, so we'll get to that at some point. But yeah, you can interact with us on all those sites. And uh, apparently, two people sent you Albatross this week. So two people. One got Hetty Topper and one got um, the other one that I can't remember. Focal Banger. Focal Banger. And uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Well, yeah. What happened was I feel kind of bad. <clears throat> there was, <clears throat> excuse me. You have the <clears throat> vid. You have the vid. Excuse me. Oh, no. I don't know what's going on with with with, with my throat. Um, I don't worry, we'll lube you up here real quick. So there's a couple things. A gentleman reached out to me and hit me with the albatross last Thursday, and I responded back and uh, through the DMs, and I responded back, and I was like, "Congrats, man, you got this. It's yours. What's the best place that I can meet you? Thanks for listening to the podcast." And then I saw dot 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 like he was typing, and then nothing. I was like, okay, so I wait a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, what neighborhood do you live in? I can we maybe we can meet up at a mutual place and I can drop it off for you. Dot 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 nothing. And so I just kind of waited for like a day or so, and then a couple people hit me up after, and I was like, well, I want to wait for a second. This guy did get it first, and he never responded. So I don't know if there was something broken on my end of Instagram, on your end of Instagram. If you were listening and that was you, I'm very sorry. I tried. I promise. I didn't want to do it. Uh, but then uh, a gentleman named Ben, repairman Ben, hit hit me up, and he got the heady topper. And then uh, Taylor hit me up looking for it as well. And I said, you know what? I'm not going to drink this focal banger. You can have it. And that's the better one anyway, uh, at least I, from what we had talked yeah, about. Yeah, I liked it more than the other one. Um, as did I. You know, and, you know, in chatting, you know, I chatted with Ben a little bit about it too. And he was like, you know, I don't even really drink IPAs anymore, hazy stuff anymore. Um, but I've never had it, so I wanted to try it. And I think that's I think that's a great reason. I yeah, mean, of course. I had had it a couple years ago, and I didn't care for it. I didn't think I was going to care for it, but it was like, eh, it's still nice to try things that are sought after. And, su- yeah, super known mm-hmm. and talked about, mm-hmm. for sure. And a nice conversation with Ben. Seems like a really nice guy, and uh, uh, had a good conversation with Taylor as well. We talked about Grains of Wrath and stuff like that. Taylor's and, the one who uh, created the list of all of the beers. That's right. You told me that, and I didn't know that, and I wish I could have said thanks in person, but, you know... You know, he asked about a, a a live recording at a place in the future, and I it's definitely something we want to do. We and, had talked about that prior to the vid, so um, we are certainly interested in doing that. And we still had grandiose plans for our two year anniversary that maybe that could have been related to, but right. uh, you know, yeah. Thanks, coronavirus. C'est la vie. Yeah. Hey, moral of the story is it was really nice to meet listeners of the podcast that I'd never met before. It makes it more real, doesn't it? Yeah, and and you guys are very nice people, and you're not psychopaths, so. Thank as far as that. we know. As far as we know. Be psychopath on your own time. Yeah. Just like we are psychopaths on yeah. our own time. As far as you know. Yeah. I mean, what? But totally they came, normal They people. came down to Slabtown and they both bought beer, which which was really nice. I don't know if it was a sympathy buy or what, but, you know, they bought beer while they were in there and that made me feel good. People so like, thanks, guys. People like Breakside, Patrick. I guess they do. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I feel, I feel like you should probably know that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so quickly, before we dive into the beers today, Weekend Beer, um, you'll see that I shared a picture on Instagram this week of I just can't quit you <laughs> and um I'm just going to go ahead and full tease I still can't quit you and we'll uh, we'll get to that in a little bit but uh, I also tried the block 15 Mexican lager for the very first time that was, was recommended to us it was very good um I I'm not a huge fan of that style mm-hmm. because I'm not a huge fan of the light Mexican style beers. I like Negro Modelo a lot. I like mm-hmm. the darker Mexican beer. Mm-hmm. The lighter beer, there's, there's a flavor. It's the rice, I think. It just doesn't sit with me super well. Um, this one had that, but it was elevated. So I was able to enjoy it more than like a typical, oh, like the Rubens Mexican lager that we had. It was like, it's good, but it's a Mexican lager. Gotcha. The Block 15 one was like, this is a Mexican lager, but better. So I like that one a lot. Um, yeah, that was basically my weekend beer. Nothing crazy. I have a, oh, I got the um, RPM. So I have oh. RPM and Pallet Jack and Diablo Rojo all in the fridge right now, which is a very <laughs> exciting time for me. Every day I go home for dinner and I'm like, which one would I like today? Uh, I, this is very exciting. Speaking of the Boneyard, I learned that that is going to be a constant. Woo! Sounds like we're going to continue to get Boneyard beer in cans. That's very good. Um, so that so that's kind of fun to hear that. Uh, my week in beer, let's see. I tried a couple beers. Well, I I bought this beer to have on the podcast for uh, beer of the week. I have two cans in my fridge, and I ended up trying one with a buddy the other day, Masthead Brewing mm-hmm. in Cleveland, Ohio. 
Um, apparently, they're like the Hayes boys of Ohio. I reached out to uh, the homies at Grains and asked if they knew about them and said that they do a lot of hazy stuff, but I found a clear like West Coast IPA. I did not care for it. Mm. So now I have two cans of it in my fridge. And, I don't and the know key word is it. albatross. Yes, and I don't know what to do with DMP it. DMP Diddy 085 <laughs> albatross. Yeah, if you'd I, like to try Masthead's uh, really obviously well thought of and regarded <laughs> clear IPA. Uh, I just I just found that there was... Uh, albatross. I, I, just, I just found that there was uh, a, a clear flaw in the, in the beer. And uh, I don't want to say what it is. If you do want it, sure. Sure, albatross is the key. You can have it. I'd I'd rather give it to somebody than drain pour it or try to drink it and not enjoy it again. Okay. So there's that. Uh, but the big news for my beer of the week, my weekend beer, is that I drove out to Kamas, Washington yesterday. Oh, that's right. You and did. I rolled into Grains, and Adam, the sales rep, was manning the ship with Pat, one of the bartenders, and then Becca, who's a Wazoo friend of mine, showed up as well. So I kind of BS with them a little bit, but more importantly, I bought a four-pack of Crypt Keeper. I bought a four-pack of... Uh, dystopia, and I bought two four packs of Built for Speed because my lady likes that beer, so I bought some extra from her. And I grabbed a Crowler of Vienna Lager because I love their, you know, that's, two time. That's your favorite. GABF yeah. medal winning Vienna Lager is one of my favorite styles, and I really like theirs. So I grabbed a Crowler of that. I haven't dived into that yet, but I did have because I had one of the dystopias last night. Yep. Um, with with you as we were doing baseball stuff, kind of baseball stuff, and uh, but then I got home and I had one of each back to back to back, like poured in a glass, looked at it, smelled it, and really took took the chance. I can't tell you which one I like more. I good. can't. I think they are all good. incredible. I I got to try the Built for Speed yesterday. I had not had that. Mm-hmm. I had, I had had Dystopia and I had Crypt Keeper before, and you said it was the Citra one. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I mean. Yeah, you, it's Citra. It's Citra. Yeah. Um. So I, I was like, I'm going to try Built for Speed. That beer was delicious. Yes. So good. Yeah. It finishes really dry. I that's what I really liked the dryness of the Built for Speed. And you the, said that was an old Fatheads beer. Yeah, it's an old Fatheads beer. I think it's Mosaic Simcoe. I actually listened to uh, Mike Hunsaker and Ben Edmonds were on Instagram Live yesterday, BSing about beers, and Mike was just kind of talking about those beers. I think he said Mosaic Simcoe in the Built for Speed. Uh, and then the Crypt Keeper is the Citra. That was that that was really good too. And then the Dystopia is a lot more like dankness. It's yeah. a little more resinous. It's a little more that kind of Southern California style. But uh, I'm very happy that I've got a bunch of it left in the fridge. You know, I've got a little bit saved for a buddy, a little bit saved for the lady. Uh, and a lot of it saved for you. And a lot of it saved for me. Yeah, I'm really I'm I'm excited. It's you know it it's it's been really fun. Because I'm still trying to get out there and buy some new stuff and check some things out. It's been really fun to taste some really great beers from other people. It is. It feels like it's been a while since I was like, wow. And I know we're grains honks on this on this podcast. Um, but but those three beers, to put out three IPAs in one day and me not be able to tell you which one I like the most, I think is, a, is, a, is an ode to you as a brewery. Uh, and I, yeah, that bill for speed was delightful yesterday. Yep. So, all right, there's our weekend beer and, uh, let's dive into part two of three of our opening the box series as we have the 50, 50 brewing eclipse, honey, imperial stout, which is the Elijah Craig barrel, which 2016. was told, told to us. Yes. 2016, which was told to us was the best of the bunch. And then we have the good life. Brett Lager, which is open fermentation, correct? Mm-hmm. Barrel aged eighteen months, um, and we got those both. Sitting. Oh, collab with the Ale Apothecary. Ah, there you makes, go. That makes there a little more go. sense for the uh, open fermentation. I love that it says "drink now." We did the aging for you, and you're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, what, maybe, what maybe. year is this one? I don't. I'm not sure. It doesn't say on it, but if Chris gave it to us, I mean, I'm sure it's a couple years old, at, at least a year and a half. I remember seeing it on the shelves a long time ago, but I couldn't tell you when it was. Right, but it's definitely got some age on it. Um, and then next week to wrap it up, I'm going to bring a couple of clown shoes in. Okay. Um, I have four of them. Look at us finishing a series. I know. <laughs> well, when there's nothing else to talk about, it's really easy to finish series. Yeah. Uh, so we'll bring the, a couple of the clown shoes beers in for next week. Uh, I'm going to pick the pecan pie porter. Nice. And then it's a choice between, they have a barley wine, they have a breakfast stout, and they have a, eh, just another imperial stout, I think it was. So- you get to pick and choose between those those other three. Sounds great. So, 
was thinking of surprising you with the barley wine, but we'll let, I'm going to let you choose the second one. I'm okay if you want to bring in the barley wine. You know, I gotta I gotta expand my stuff. Here. <laughs> All right, I gotta so expand my next stuff week here. we'll do the pecan pie porter and the barley wine from uh, from Clown Shoes. Sounds great. And uh, so let's let's dive into the beer. What are we starting with? I don't know. I'm, I've been thinking like about should, this the whole time. We should probably start with the Brett Lager, right? Because the yeah. stout's going to be really strong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the Brett Lager is going to have is going assuming the Brett is 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 expressive um, as it should be. It's still a pretty powerful flavor, but I think the thickness, the honey, the bourbon. I think we should probably start with the Brett Lager. I mean, generally, you start with the lighter beer. So. Yeah, but the Britannomyces always kind of throws a kink into that wrench, mm. you know? I mean, just because it has such a funky, oh. off, kind of different flavor to it. it. Smells good. That sometimes, you know, like you can have a sour beer that's not overly tart or overly acidic, but if it's, you know, wild yeast strains are kind of going all over the place, it can still be the word we like to use at Slabtown with me and, and, and our bar staff is we like to use impact. That's the term we like to use, that the Britannomyces can still have a very large impact on your palate. So Probably not as much as a bourbon barrel imperial stout with honey and Elijah Craig that's barrels. That's four years old. Four years old. Yeah. But it should still have a pretty good impact on your palate. So it's interesting. I've gotten so much better at accepting the smell and the taste of the Britannomyces and the sour mm-hmm. and all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So I, I took a couple of sniffs. And I got the very like typical. This smells like a sour. Mm-hmm. And then on my third sniff, I got I got some of the little wildy like yeasty flavors in the in the nose too. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, so there's going to be a lot going on in this beer. Yeah, Brett has a very uh, at least for me, I think Brett has a very distinct flavor smell to aroma to it. I don't even know. I don't even know what I would say it smells like. I'm sure there's somebody that can be like, oh, it smells like this or smells like that. To me, it just smells like Brett. And Britannomyces is such a such a fun thing to study. It's one of those things that we really don't know a whole lot about of. We can kind of control it a little bit, but it still does whatever it wants. Uh, I mean, if you could figure out <clears throat> more about Britannomyces, I think people would uh, uh, really, really love that. Please take a sip. Um, I have never, ever, ever had a beer that tasted <clears throat> like this, ever, ever, ever. I am flummoxed on how to describe it. I'm I'm looking to you for help because it impacted the impact was massive and then it like changed completely mid palate and I'm very confused. And I don't know if it's because it's a lager that was open fermented, because it's not just like a sour, mm-hmm. but it's a sour, but it's not a sour, and it's I don't know how to describe it. I literally I took a sip and I looked to the sky for inspiration. And by the sky I mean the 45 year old ceiling tiles that are in the studio that are probably filled with asbestos. Help me, Jesus. Um, help me, asbestos. Hmm. And um, I don't, I don't know. How do you describe this beer, other than unique? I think this beer <clears throat> has really good acidity to it. Okay. Um, I get some really nice kind of fruity, fruity esters from kind of from from the yeast strain. Uh, the body is really nice. Um, that was kind of what I was looking forward to the most is you see Brett Lager and it's like, okay, I know I'm going to get bread and, you know, let's see how the bread is developed. Is it going to be, you know, is it going to taste like a really mature older bread? Does it got some young characteristics to it? But I was really fascinated about how the body is and I really like the body on this. This is, this could be one of the more approachable Brett beers approachable. you are going to find. Interesting. And I think it's because it's not overly tart. And I think that's one thing that. People assume that if it's got Britannomyces in it, <clears throat> it's going to be really tart. And I think that there is, is a, tartness in it. There is some tartness in it, but I think it is more complimentary than dominating. I'm. I really like this. I really, really like this. I'm not saying I don't like it. My confusion is not a I don't enjoy this beer. My confusion is just merely I've never tried a beer like this before. And as somebody who has not fully developed a palate for this type of flavor yet mm-hmm. it's confusing to me yeah because the first time i liked a sour was uh, at Degard in tillamook mm-hmm. and it blew me away how much i liked it but that was like that was the sour that got me it was the i don't remember the names of their beers but it was the one that was like the it was like the red wine sour it was like the grapes and it was that kind of similar to that color that. they do a ton of stuff like that i know but it was like that was it was that option that day mm-hmm. and i was blown <clears throat> away by how much i liked it and the first flavor i get almost is a little whiny in this mm-hmm. the very initial part of the sip it's like that reminds me of like a 
of like a champagne rosé-y kind of wine, and then it very quickly goes to sour, and then it very quickly goes to lager. Because mm. the end is not very sour. It's kind of no. like you're drinking that lager again. It kind of perks back up throughout the flavor, but it that's why it's so confusing for me, because I'm getting three different flavors in one, which is great. I like yeah. that experience a lot. That's why I like Imperial Stouts, because you really have layers of flavor but i've never tried a beer that had these flavors together so i'm like ah brain function use your words and your taste buds you moron i really <clears throat> i really like the finish of this beer i think it finishes off really smooth it doesn't just kind of drop it doesn't linger too long um i have nothing but good things to say about this i mean it's aged well if this is anywhere i mean I, do you have another one of these i do i have one in, the, in the box do you want it? Of course I want it. Okay. This beer's awesome. I'll bring it to you. Um, it's really interesting. I am, I'm sad it doesn't say the year, because for some reason I feel like I'm thinking 2017, but I don't know why I'm I thinking that. The, uh, the fact that it's three, four years old maybe, and it still tastes this good is huge compliment to those guys. Mm-hmm. Good Life and Ale Apothecary. There you go. A Dortmunder-style lager brewed at Good Life Brewing with mecha-grade malt aged in Sokol Blosser. Pinot Noir barrels with the Ale Apothecary's mixed culture. This beer is dedicated in loving memory to Good Life's brewmaster co-owner, Kurt Plants, who passed away. Drink now. Uh, it doesn't say. There's a decent little, not a decent, but there's a little sediment on the bottom, which I'm always excited about. I know it's so fun, too, because I don't, I don't, I mean, I've been to Good Life. I think I've been to Good Life twice in I've my been life. I've been there once. Yeah. yeah, twice, maybe three times in my life. And I usually associate them with with more hoppy beer than lagers, and definitely more so than um, like wild yeast mixed fermentation stuff. I mean, but Ale, Ale Apothecary, who are just down the street from Good Life, I mean that's their jam. So this is a, this is a really cool collab from two guys in Bend, from two teams in Bend. I'm in. I'm really in on this. And the more, I'm and I want to s- see if they do more of this. Like if this was just a one off, or if they've done it again. The more I'm sipping it, the more. I'm liking it too, mm-hmm. which is a great sign. You know, the, the more you dive into it, the more it kind of grows on you. And the more the flavors are making sense, I think yeah. is probably the right way to put it. Cause yeah. for me, it was like, it was overwhelming. And now it's becoming more palatable because I'm understanding what I'm tasting. That first sip was like nothing I had ever tried before <laughs> in beer. I was just like, my brain fritzed out. That's really fun. And I was like, I don't understand what I'm drinking, but this is really interesting. Uh, I don't love the label. I'm going to be honest, if I'm yeah, going to nitpick, it's not the best, best label in the world. Yeah, but, I don't uh, love it either. Um, the beer's good, so that's all that really matters. Wax dipped. It was wax dipped. Both of these were wax dipped, and somebody forgot his knife today. Yeah, well, I forgot my knife at work on Tuesday. So now your hand hurts from digging open. Yeah, I know. That's the best. I love With wax dipped beers. Yes. I love wax dipped beers, but opening them is the biggest pain in the ass in the history of earth yeah and it hurts so bad well when i with the even kni- with the knife sometimes it's really hard with the knife it wasn't so bad because we did it last week but this was this was not cool you dig it in with the yeah. opener you try to get a crease i know you, so you take your key and you're just like Grr. yeah and my poor bottle opener which is you know like 10 years old Covered from double thing. mountain that is just not sharp or anything it's basically just a metal fulcrum at this point right <laughs> was you hey it worked. It works. We got the beers open. It works. And I uh, didn't try to do it with a lighter, so that's a positive. Oh, no. Were you going to try to melt it? No, 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 no. I mean, like, you can pop a bottle open oh, with a oh, lighter. Oh, oh, okay. Just using the lighter as a fulcrum. I figured that. Okay. But I was like, with the wax, you're not going to be able to get that into the wax. No. Yeah. So you're just going to melt it. <laughs> just burn the wax off. Uh, all right. So there you go. That's, <clears> that's beer number one of opening the box episode two. Beer number two is the <sighs> Elijah Craig... <laughs> Eclipse 2016 Imperial Honey Stout. Woo! Yeah, yeah. Woo! Yeah, just take a, take a whiff of that bad boy. When you poured it across the room from me, I still smelled it. And I, was it's like, so, oh, I think it, it's so fun when you have beers like that, that you can you can smell from a mile away. You're just like, um, I can smell that. What are you drinking over there? <clears throat> I've had that happen with like some IPAs, too. That like you've you can open it and there's just so much hops in it that you can smell it from a mile away. So I'm going to say this: this smells incredible. Incredible. Last week the apple brandy one was a little too apple brandy, too hot, a lot of too apple brandy. The uh, it was the coffee one we had was the other one. Yeah, um, that one was good. Yeah, that I one liked aged, the coffee one. That one aged well, but the nose on this is so shockingly superior to the nose on those two. It's insane. 
Like it's the same beer, just in different barrels. And the nose on this is as if it's made at a world-renowned brewery f- for everyone every year. Yeah. It's that good smelling. Now, neither of us have tasted it yet, but uh, it was told that this was the star, and I'm very, very, very excited about it because it smells great, it looks great, and um, you know this is my favorite style of beer, so I'm all about it. It smells very chocolatey, which I like a lot. There's something there. First off, I really like this. Second off, I've realized why I can't speak. This is the first vocal interaction I've had all day. Oh, okay. So I haven't even warmed up the pipes yet. Gotcha. So I'm just like, <laughs> understand? Scotty on the bench. Well, you've always had a raspy voice. Pharrell anyway, on the bench. So it kind of exists too. There's a lot of like really good woody, smoky flavors in this yeah, one. Yeah, that's it's what... real. The, like it's like the barrel is really coming. I know. Through. At first, I thought it was chalky. Yeah. And I, but that's why I paused. I was like, "What am I tasting?" Because I, at first taste, I thought it was chalky. You say wood, and I 100% agree with that. I mean, it's almost got. It's campfirey. Yeah, it's campfirey. It's almost got a little <clears throat> like dirt. <clears throat> I mean that in a good way. Like Yeah. Yeah, like grainy. Earthy. Earthy. There you go. Earthy. Like that kind of tone to it. And this like like there's a little extra substance in there. Like there could be some earthiness floating around in this. And I'm not getting at all an overly ABV high alcohol content in this at all. It's no, very it, I get initially I get the chocolate nose. Mm-hmm. I get honey right off the top and then it goes right into like woody, smoky, campfirey, earthy. And it like mellows it out really well and it doesn't usually at the end of these when especially when they're aged it's like, "Hi, I'm the bourbon." Right. And this is like, "Hi, I'm the barrel." Right. And that's really cool. I like that a lot. I don't yeah. think I've actually had an aged beer that actually is so barrel heavy, like where I know that I'm tasting the barrel it was aged. In. There was a couple one thing that really brought me on to to like really trying to seek out like wood character barrel character is <clears throat> we did we did at breakside a couple bear in our sour series a couple barrel aged sours uh the two that come to my head the most were called quiescence and body electric and you can still get body electric at all three locations um but those they're they're non-fruited sours they've got good tartness and good acidity but they're both they were both aged in pinot noir barrels and that's it's the number one thing I say to somebody when they ask and about about those beers is the barrel quality. And I think it is I think it's something that's so missed often in these bourbon barrel aged beers. They're really syrupy. They're really coffee chocolatey forward. And I mean, you taste the bourbon. Right. But you don't get the you don't get characteristics the bar- of the barrel. Yeah, of the actual barrel. It just tastes like you blended in maybe a little bit of bourbon. And what's interesting is I'm not getting as much bourbon out of this. I know it's in there. Agreed. But the barrel is dominating. The barrel, it, this this is a really cool beer. And if you think about it, I mean, whiskey barrels are charred on the inside. Mm-hmm. So you are getting that char. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm. This is a real treat. Yeah, thank you for telling us this was the best one because... Who would have had no idea. Yeah, and I don't have to work today, so I'm going to try to do my best to polish off as much of this as possible. Yeah, you probably, yeah. We're not dumping any of this one. No, this no. This one's quite good. Um, wow. I mean, I still, I have to be able to drive today. I'm going through a drive through wedding. Oh, that's right. You said that yesterday. Yeah, our CFO is getting married on the St. John's Bridge. <laughs> so we're all going to drive uh, drive out and honk and wave. And... Well, I hope it like poured an hour ago, so yeah, hopefully it's, it stops raining. I think they're in a mood right now where it's just kind of like, let's just get married. Let's just do it. Yeah. And whatever happens is going to be a cool, awesome story to tell in the future. That is true. It's yeah. going to be a great story. So I got to drive. But moral of the story is I don't want to waste either of these beers. I'm definitely not wasting this Brett Lager. I will do my part on this I 22. Will, I will also bring you the second Brett Lager, <clears throat> so don't it's, feel... It's not a beer that you... I would like, want again in the future to yourself. I like it, but uh, I know you love it, mm-hmm. so I'm going to give it to you. Well, thanks, bud. I mean, I, I just you've know, given me a lot of beers over the years. Well, <laughs> I can return the favor a little bit. Well, I know a beer that I didn't pay for. <laughs> well, I know that there, you know, that there are times where I keep beers in my fridge because I'm like, I really like that beer. I really enjoyed it, and every time I look at it, if it's just me, I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dome this whole thing. That's not what I want right now. Right. I could see myself drinking this whole bottle. Yeah. I'll bring it to you. I'll bring it to you next week. I shared a strawberry Ballyhoo the other day. What's sour that? from Breakside. Okay. Good God. Good? It was fantastic. Because that was the second sour I liked was the Mo Memories or whatever. Yeah. 
That Hashtag more friends, more memories. Is that what? Is that yeah, what it was? I wish I wish you could have had the original one. The original is one of my favorite sours of all time. I think we. <clears throat> that's one that we've generally avoided in the mm-hmm. style episodes is mm-hmm. the sours. Well, I was gonna I was gonna I'm mention a, I avoid it because I'm petrified of the style, but right. I'm starting to kind of come around to it. I was gonna mention you know because when we were talking about Britannomyces, you know, there's you know I'm I'm good friends with our with our head of uh, our our barrel. Barrel program manager. <laughs> we like tried to make up a title for him one day. Barrel man. Uh, yeah, but Daniel Hines. He's, barrel man. Yeah, uh, Daniel Hines goes wherever he does, a barrel can. <laughs> he does, he kind of leads leads the barrel program at Breakside, and maybe maybe we can have him on after we finish the boxes, and maybe we can have him on and just kind of shoot the s about uh, Britannomyces, and that could be a style, and we could actually dive into it. Sure. And I'm sure I could grab a couple examples that are kind of across the board. So we're not too. We'd have to bring a cascade in just for, yeah, you know, yeah. Like historical purposes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can, I can talk, I can talk to Dan and and see. Uh, I'm sure he's got stuff. And in see his, some good examples. Yeah, and in we his could, house. we could probably talk about bread. I like how I'm just assuming Dan will come on here. He's a good buddy of mine. I'm assuming he will too. We, we, we. If you're not Dan, you better think about it. We're, uh, we're both rafters. Think about it hard. And I uh, I've think about it, the ramifications. I've let him use my boat multiple times, so maybe I'll give him a free boat rental. Oh. For coming on the pod. Oh, just say that he owes you one then. I just did a beer dinner with him um, before all this ended. Yeah. Oh, remember what I was talking oh, about the yeah, beer yeah, dinner? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Dan kind of The jumped, pairing. The pairing, yeah. Dan kind of jumped in on that because we did a lot of barrel-aged beers. And he does sours and stouts. You know, he's responsible for all that oligarch stuff, all that grandmammy, grandpappy stuff hmm. uh, in our sour program. Now we have- So you're saying that I love him <clears> already. Yes, you love him already. Uh, Cultivating Mass just came out, bourbon barrel-aged uh, Baltic Porter- uh, and then we have two variants coming out on Friday. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. But moral of the story, to get back to what we were talking about, <laughs> I just just tangent and went a breakside honk there, so I apologize for that, is I would like to see this a lot more in both of these styles. Yeah. Whether it is on your mixed fermentation or your imperial stouts that you age, I would love to see people go more towards barrel characteristic. I think the problem is, is the majority of the consumer they like they tend to like that syrupy that thicker as far as the stouts go they tend to like the syrupy thicker more chocolate coffee roast uh that's become characteristic that's become the expected flavor right. so whereas this may taste off quote unquote if they sip it cuz they're like what's that weird flavor i'm getting yeah and so and so i think that's kind of it's that catch 22 right there which by the way i think catch 22 is getting banned in alaska in their schools, which is so ridiculous, but that's a different topic. Oh, my, the, the book? Yeah, my apologies. Um, but that's... That, that was like the term? <laughs> but I mean, that's... Yeah, that's the catch is, is, is that's what everybody wants. But in reality, I, I want to see... I want to feel the aging, you know? I don't just want... I don't want the booze, which I call hot. Like, I don't want it to taste hot. That apple brandy one tasted hot. I want to taste this earthiness that I get from the barrel character. And I think... That would be something great. And then in terms of mixed fermentation, people want really tart, acidic fruit. You know, people love peaches. Like, everybody wants peach sours. When you go on in on, on the black market in the trading world, everybody wants peach, raspberries, cherries, the creeks, the oud bruins, all that really tart, really big, bold stuff. And I actually just want to taste barrels. Right. Like, that's what I want. I want to see the aging process. I want to, I want to see, you know, what... What kind of flavors the physical vessel is giving to it and not just, you know, for lack of better terms, an an adjunct. Like the bourbon in the Elijah Craig barrel is an adjunct. It is. But the barrel is its vessel. That's the star. That's the star. And that's what I want to taste more of. And that's why I think this beer is fantastic. This is fantastic. I'm very happy that we have this in the box and that you saw that it was one of the ones that you had. Um, I don't know. I'm going to assume these are not readily available, but if you see any of these 50-50 Eclipse Stouts anywhere, give them a try. They are very good mm-hmm. from what we've tried so far, and um, delicious. I think this is the only one I got. Okay. Right? You brought in last week's? Yeah, I had like four of them. You have four of them? I must, you know what? I bet you I only took one, because I was like, Mike, these look like your alley. I'll just take this one. Elijah Craig. <laughs> Best one that was in the box. Chris might have told me. I might have been like... I'll just have this EC 
What is EC? Evan Cameron was a super <laughs> cool dude, and I'm really glad he bottled this beer, and I'll take this one. I like horses, equestrian, <laughs> comfort, beer. Yum. I actually know a person named Evan Cameron. Just take it away. I figured you had it. I figured you had an actual I haven't seen that person in probably 20 years. <laughs> never even friends with him. No, but you know his name. I know his name. You know his name. Yep. All right. Uh, for Beer of the Week coming up next, it is the beer that I just can't quit, Oof. but it was the last can when I went today dun, dun, dun. to find a Beer of the Week. And you're going to waste it on this stupid little podcast? I am, because I've already had it four times, <laughs> so I don't need to waste it. I, Groovy. I've uh, I've had it. This will be my fifth time having it, and I love it to death. And I posted it on Instagram, so if you follow us on Instagram.com slash beers on us, you already know what I'm talking about. And if you don't, follow us so that you are not confused by my teases, you jerks. That's next here on Beers on Us with Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time here on Beers and Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And uh, I had this three days ago, four days ago. Nice. But I'm going to have it again because I love this beer. You're going to share it with me. And I'm going to share it with you so you can see why I love this beer. This is the Wander Brewing Correspondent Foreign Export Stout. I've talked about it multiple times because I've had it in the Beer of the uh, Week in Beer conversation. It uh, says on the side of the can that it was a GABF gold winner for 2019 and 2017, I believe it says. It does ex- say that. For export stout. And um, let me tell you something. This beer is delightful. I love it. It's easy drinking. It's tasty. It's chocolatey. It's roasty. It's everything you want in an easy drinking stout. It's not syrupy. It's not too sweet. It's not too high ABV. It is just an enjoyable beer. And when I went to New Seasons today, because it was my time to get the beer of the week, I had to go uh, do a curbside pickup at Best Buy for a new laptop that I'm getting, and then I went down Ooh, the street to uh, fancy. It's a fancy gaming laptop, yes. Ooh, you're gaming, huh? Well, I've well, I mean, you're always gaming, but you're going to step it up. Well, uh, yes. <clears throat> um, and I got a headset and a mouse, and it was curbside pickup. You just click a button on your phone, and they come out and bring it into your trunk that you left open. Wait a sec, time out. I'm going to derail us real quick. Okay. <clears throat> Why are you going to game on a laptop? I thought most people game on like PCs. PCs, yeah. Uh, because currently, I don't have space for a PC, and okay. I need a laptop because my laptop's broken. So. Kill two birds with one stone. Uh, I looked up. Is it a big screen? Like, is it is a good size laptop? It is. It's going to be, it's it's light. It's very light, but it's like a, I think it's a 16 inch screen. Okay. It's got the 144 hertz, which is necessary for gaming. Um, it's got almost all of the top of the line stuff inside it, except for the graphics card is a little bit older, but still good enough for what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a 2060 for those of you who know anything about graphics cards. Uh, I would have rather have gotten a 2070, but as you can imagine, the price much higher. Mm-hmm. And then there's also the new, um, I think there are the right, no, that's the AMDs, which light on fire. There's another one that is new that's out there that's a better graphics card, but again, way more expensive. And my friend works at Best Buy and he helps me get some deals on some of this stuff. This was like an $1,800 laptop that I got for $1,100. Um, and so that plus the mouse plus the headset, it total was $1,185. For something that was an eighteen hundred dollar laptop, you talking about that is like me. My reaction to you talking about that is what your reaction is going to be like if Dan Hines talks to you about Britannomyces. Yeah. You're just going to be like, "Whoa!" Yeah, you were like twenty sixty, <clears throat> twenty seventy. What? It was like one hundred forty four. I just hertz. started listening, and you kept going, and I was like, "That's awesome." <laughs> <laughs> See, it's it's. I got... don't know. I I I am not a gamer. I never have been. My father wouldn't let me have video games. I've played video games. I'm not ignorant to it. But I live vicariously through you. You talk about it, and I just listen. Yeah, it's a it's got a one terabyte SSD. Uh, it's got Intel processor. I can't the newest Intel. I know processor. what a terabyte is. That's good. Yeah, I do know what one terabyte is. Uh, an SSD is a solid state drive. One terabyte is a thousand gigs. Yes. Booyah! And, uh, Swish. Solid state drives are Kobe. much are much faster than the regular hard drive. Okay. So when I boot up my laptop, it's going to open and be ready in like one second. Because I have the SSD, whereas on the hard drive, it takes a little time, you get a little stuff that happens, so it just it makes things a lot faster. Um, so I got everything I wanted in it, minus the best graphics card, but for the price, I'll deal with it. Can you install a new graphics card? I'm not sure if I can replace the graphics card. I know you can add more storage well, on yeah, this you laptop. you can always add more storage. Um, but I'm not sure if I could replace that, but then again, for the price, I think it was the best deal. And what's so. the game you're going to play? 
I mean, I'll play many games. Uh, the one I play the most on PC is Football Manager, which is the simulation oh, right. game for soccer, um, right. which needs barely any graphic strength at all. Um, but uh, play Overwatch on it. I'll play Rocket League on it. I'll play other games on it. So, I mean, it, it'll be it'll be a gaming PC just in laptop form because I don't have space for a PC at the moment. And you can take it with you. I can. I can Sweet. take it with me. And it's uh, supposed to be very light despite all the stuff that's going on. So I'm very excited. Dude, I just learned so much. I mean, I forgot it all, but I just learned a whole lot. You learned that there are details that you didn't know about computers. Well, no, I know there's details about computers, but I don't know about buying a gaming computer. For those who are actually curious. Like, I want to edit videos and music, so I have a Mac. But you can't game on a Mac. No, Macs are terrible. Yeah. For gaming. For gaming. Thank Um, you. Thank you. Yeah, I got... uh, Macs are great for uh, For those those who care... I got the Asus Republic of Gamers 15.6 inch gaming laptop, Intel Core i7, 16 gig memory, uh, 2060 graphics card, one terabyte SSD. I got the Steel Series headset, and I got the Logitech mouse, uh, Hero SE wired mouse. I've so, unleashed a monster. I'm just people are curious about that kind of stuff. <laughs> if I'm getting a gaming laptop, I was getting Asus. That was just kind of what I was going to do. Do you think? Do you think we're we're totally rabbit holing here? But I'm going to try to bring it back in. Well, we're pouring the beer. Do you think, how many of our listeners do you think game? You think there's a decent amount of craft beer people out there that game? You think there's a correspondent there? I don't know if there's a correspondence there. You see what I did there? Yes. See what I did there? I see what you did there. What up, dude? You brought it back. You brought it back. (laughs) Yeah, it's like I host a radio show That's the one chair for you. Um, What up, Kobe? Yeah, you knew that I was lost in my gaming laptop talk and you had to turn it back No, it was fine. I wanted to listen. I thought it was cool. You I was knew, very curious because I don't know anybody else like that knew, other you, than you. You knew I was lost. So I wanted to know. Um, I honestly wanted to know. I don't know. I feel like there is a very large percentage of people who are gamers. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure oh, there's there, more gamers out there than people realize. So I think that there's obviously a great mix, but I'm not sure that there's a correlation between gamers and craft beer. Okay. A lot of the people I've met in craft beer doing this podcast do not strike me as gamers. Gotcha. So... I think there are more gamers who are into craft beer than more craft beer people who are into games, if that makes sense. Okay. That's, there's, definitely a, there's definitely a meeting in the Venn diagram, but it's more heavily on the gamer side than the craft beer I'll side. I'll bet you the gamer side drinks the styles you drink. Why? Big, bold flavors, boozy. Why? Um, impact. Yes, that's a word that we why do you today. play game? Why do you, why do you game? The stimulation, correct? Yeah, it's fun. Social. Well, it's not just fun and social, but I mean, it's like, it, it's coming at you. Like a game like Overwatch. There's it's, a lot yeah, going on. Entertainment. Entertainment. There's a lot going on, but it's not like sad, sad songs, you know? Right. It's 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 in your face. It's action-packed. It's continuous. Generally, it's not a chill thing. It's a, Exactly. Yes. To where beers like the styles you like tend to be deeper, complex, more, ah. yeah, dude, more impact on your palate. Bolder flavors. So I crazier like- Crazier ideas. I like a lot of excitement. As I roll my eyes. I mean, I'm boring <laughs> in my life. Um, I like yeah. baseball and IPAs. Cool story, bro. <laughs> you like baseball and loggers. Yeah, and every time, every once in a while I watch wrestling. Ooh, barrel-aged sours. Got mm. it. <laughs> <laughs> and every once in a while you sit outside and look at the sky. Ooh, crispy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't really watch wrestling anymore. Yeah. That's... Well, it's not really going on, right? Yeah, it is. Oh. Yeah, they do it in an empty stadium. Oh. It's really boring. (laughs) Some guy comes out and he's like yelling at the crowd and you're like, there's no crowd, bro. Yeah. He's just practicing his acting skills. It's okay. (laughs) All right. So let's drink the beer. (laughs) Whoa. That was a nice, that was a nice, that's an eight and a half minute detour. You know what? That's okay. That is okay. That's okay. We got nothing but time. Again, Y'all keep if, listening. If you've already forgotten because I've muddied your brains with uh, PC stats. That was a lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. That's <laughs> This is already one of my most favorite beer of, the, beer of the week episodes. And you haven't even tried the beer yet. No. I just kind of smelled it, but I already forgot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Wander Brewing's correspondent foreign export stout, the 2019 and 2017 gold medal at GABF for the export stout category. I tried it on a whim. As I've been trying some of the more drinkable stouts lately, I've been getting more into that because I, I'm trying not to drink high ABV beers constantly. Um, this is this beer is just so easy drinking, smooth, but delicious. There's no flaws in the flavors. It is just constantly good through the sips from, from every time that I've had it. Every time I reopen it, I get reminded. I'm like, that's why I keep going back. To, it's just so good. And uh, I wanted to share it with Patrick today. 
And I figured he might like it because he likes the dry Irish stouts. He it's likes the export dry. stouts even more. <clears throat> and I was figuring he might enjoy it. It's very dry. I don't get over chocolate. Nope. It's there, but I don't get it over. I don't really get anything over pronounced. Exactly. I mean, the roast is there, but at an acceptable, understandable point. I mean, that's going to be your dominant character. But the roast is adding to that dryness. I think the dominant flavor you get three quarters of the way through the sip, you get a little bit of the oat and the roast. That's it. The malt, the malty, the roasty, the little, maybe the little oats that are in there. I'm not sure if it's not an oatmeal stout per se, but I'm assuming they have some of that in there. Um, it's just well balanced all the way through. And it, every time you take a sip, it's there for you. It's a guaranteed delightful sip of stout. And that's why I keep going back to it. So thank you, Wander Brewing. That's nice, Mike. Good. You don't seem to love it as much as I love it, but that's okay. I mean, I don't drink the style a whole lot. <clears throat> and I just got my world rocked with an Imperial Stout and Elijah Craig bourbon barrels. <laughs> um, I mean, you I mean, you nailed it. I mean, you basically described this beer for me. Without the, sipping it. <laughs> well, in, in the sense of, like you even said, you know, I know you love the dry Irish Stout, so I figured you would like this. Correct. This beer is very dry. Yep. Um, I can't tell if it's just because my palate's wrecked or not, but it. I think it's a. I think I would like the ABV down a little bit. It's only six point six. I'm 6. not point four. I'm yeah. not saying it tastes boozy. That that's not what I mean at all. But I feel, I feel it could come down a little bit. Six point four for a stout's pretty low already, though. It depends on what kind of stouts you drink. I mean, that's kind of, if you're going the lower dry stout, about 6%. Well, I mean, that's, that, that 6.4 yeah. is good for an export stout. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times I see export stouts that are hitting like 6.8, stuff two. like that, 7.2, things like that. And duh, I only drink my West Coast IPAs at 7.2, brah. <laughs> uh, I hate 7.2, except for when I don't. <clears throat> except for, you know, stay West all day, every day. Um, I do like this beer. I can see why this beer is widely renowned. Um, the body is perfectly full yep if that makes sense it and is it gives not me, it is not lacking anything and it gives almost gives me a little bitterness at the back end to like i would agree with that welcome you to take another sip to cool it off i would agree with that it's not the it's and it's not bitter it's the roast but it's like it's got that kind of like the dry bittery flavor you get at the back of a west coast ipa but it's there on the stout which yeah i like I, a lot. I i think what we're learning at least if you listen to me talking about beers over the last maybe Two or three months as I've become obsessed with body, um, and I think the body on this beer is fantastic. Mm -hmm. um, I, I I think I use that word body and that word fantastic too often, but uh, hey, it's how you feel. Yeah, I I I I I think my 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 best praise of this beer is like I was saying is that this body this beer is perfectly full. It's not overfull. It's not heavy by any means. Nope. The dryness is there. I don't know. I wish I didn't know that this is a two-time gold winner GABF. I think I would be less critical of it. If you... Not that I am critical. I don't have negative things to oh, say about so it. So knowing that it was the gold winner, you were like ready for... Now I'm... Yeah, now I've got like my tasting mouth on. Right. And it's like, be serious. Right. Judge this beer. Well... Can they... you taste why this beer is gold? Like, right. where's the beginning? Where's the middle? Is it hoppy? Is it smooth? Is, does it got flaws? It does not have any flaws, in my opinion. It really doesn't. And, and not in mine, either. Um, and the beer is still fairly fresh. It's only two months old. Uh, almost three months old, which is totally fine, assuming the canning process went well in a beer like this. It's got shelf life. Uh, it's got... Tastes fine to me, so... Immense amount of shelf life. Uh, so that's great. I don't have anything negative to say about this beer, Michael. I can understand why you drink this. That's a win for me, guys. It's a win. I, I thought you would like it. Because mm -hmm. this, to me, reminded me of... Um, we we'll also not pouring of this beer down the drain. No. Um, what is the dry Irish stout that you brought in that you love so much? Was that what? Which brewery was that? I remember you brought it in. Somebody's dry Irish stout that yeah. I brought in. Yeah. Oof. It reminded me a lot of that flavor profile, but in my opinion, was better. Um, so I brought it in to, to kind of test you on it. Where's the? Uh... <clears throat> where's the list where's the list <laughs> well you got the list i don't have it up <clears throat> immediately where's the list it's is on it... it's in an instagram dm somewhere it's an instagram dm it's not like a google doc 
Well, it is a Google Doc, but the oh, link to it is oh, in the link is in a DM. Damn it! Come on, I really like. I have to know. I'm on, I'm on the list. Are you on the list? I'm yet? already on the list. Damn it! You're gonna beat me. I don't think I'm gonna beat you, because you know more what you're looking for than I do. <laughs> no, I'm just looking for Irish stouts. Oh, it's not loading. I quit. <laughs> just look for Irish stouts. Dry Irish stout uh, from a brewery that there's I a barrel like guzzling dry Irish stout. That's on here. I don't think that was the one I'm thinking of. No, right? that's not the one I'm thinking of. I don't even remember drinking that. Do, 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 drink. Do, 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 Speaking do. of. Yeah, drink, guys. Jesus. Drink. But you brought in a dry Irish stout, and uh, we, we'll retweet a link out of Taylor's list just to make this all worth it for you guys so you can go see all the tasty notes we have of all the beers. Uh, again, thank you to Taylor, and hopefully you enjoyed the uh, the beer that Patrick gave you this week. Um, all right. Now I really want to know what that beer is. I mean, you were the one who brought it in. You were so happy about it. It wasn't a growler, because I really like Breakside's Irish yeah. stout. I mean, was it possibly ferments? Nope. No? Okay. Because they make a dry Irish stout that's bottled. We'll think about it. I don't think I've bring it. I don't, I don't think I've brought in a ferment beer. Oh, have right. we had a ferment beer on this podcast? Yes. I have brought in a ferment beer once before. ESP? I like their ESP. I think I might have been bringing that one in, yeah. Anyway, we should Speaking stop. Speaking I miss Berlick's ESP. Drink! They fresh hopped that once, too. Berlick's drink. awesome. Drink? Drink? Albatross. If you want any of the beers that Patrick doesn't like, <laughs> Albatross. Um, Would you like to clean out my fridge, Albatross? Okay. That was the most awkward end to an, uh, to an episode ever. <clears throat> but uh, if you can find the Wander for an export stout, you like stouts, drink it. Trust us. It's delicious. And then uh, we're going to go try to polish off this Eclipse because we don't want to waste it. So uh, next bring, week. I'm bringing IPAs next week. Well, next <clears throat> week we're finishing the box. Right. And you got beer of the week. So yeah. you'll bring an IPA. Yeah, week. I'm bringing IPAs. But we are going to drink the Clown Shoes Pecan Pie Porter and the Barley Wine. Let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. It's baseball, baby. (laughs) It's craft beer, baby. Um, That'll be next week here on Beers and Us. Remember, follow us wherever you find us. Subscribe, rate, review, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Instagram, uh, .com slash Beers on Us, Stitcher, Omni, uh, all that kind of stuff. And then you can DM us anything as well. Um, We'll be back next week for another box and more goofiness. Traces. Sierra Nevada Pillow. Whoa. Traces. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.